Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where life happens one sip at a time. With Fort Worth on our mind and a drink in our hand. Connecting our city through drinks, laughs, and real-life convos. And now, your host, your favorite champagne aunt, Robin. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to Corks and Cowtown. We are back, and today I get to introduce you to some of my new favorite people, Tyler and Roger. And I need y'all to kind of introduce yourselves because a lot of people know you and a lot of people don't. So, Tyler, would you like to go first? Sure. I'm Tyler Long. I've lived in Fort Worth about 12 years. I've been an educator in Fort Worth. I've been in the service industry for Fort Worth for that entire time. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, I come from Kansas originally. But I really love Fort Worth. I mean, I've stuck around for 12 years. True, and true. I love it so much that I'm deeply, deeply involved in trying to make it better. Yes. So. And we love that about you. Yeah. And then um, can we talk about kind of like where people would know you from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 12 years. Of history, so. <laughs> um, I worked at Grace forever. Okay. I worked at Grace for like six years. That was where like I finished my degree. It's actually one of those restaurants that after six years, I still think it's one of the best restaurants in town. Oh, I agree. Like, I I love that place. I also was a teacher. I taught out west of town in a suburban district that was... uh, I was passionate about the work I was doing, but it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Trinity Pride, uh, which we actually kicked off. I mean, it's been in the works since 2017, but we had our first festival in 2019. Yes. And that's where I think that's the year I really got to know you. Absolutely. Was like right around then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that's when I was working at Kenton Co. at the Mm -hmm. time. Um, and that's how you and I met. Yep. And that was right in the buildup to yes. all that. So. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, Roger. My name's Roger Calderon. Uh, so I moved back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area in uh, November 2019. Actually, I grew up in East Texas. My family moved <laughs> to Arlington in 1998. But then I decided to go to college in New York and stayed for almost 20 years. Uh, and I moved back to help care for my parents. And... Within those first couple of months, that is where I met Tyler. I met Tyler through my first job. Uh, I worked at the Help Center for LGBT Health and Wellness. I now work at Amphibian Stage as their patron experience manager, which is a fancy way of saying their membership and event manager. (laughs) We uh, love a fancy title. Yeah, yeah. Now, while I was in New York, um, for the first 10 years that I worked in New York, uh, I lived in New York, I worked in theater. And then basically the last nine years, I worked in the LGBT nonprofit sphere in events. I was, uh, my last job before moving back was I was the director of special events for the LGBT community center uh, Mm -hmm. in Manhattan, doing a lot of huge events, uh, high profile events for uh, fundraising events for, for the center. I guess most people know me in Fort Worth as that cute little Latino that shows up (laughs) wherever Tyler is working. (laughs) And writing, we love it. And riding his coattails to a palace of social prominence. Oh, in Fort Worth. <laughs> this, oh this is why I knew this was going to be a fun episode because we just met on National Margarita Day. National Margarita Day yeah. via yeah. Tyler, yeah. and I was just like, "This has to happen." Yeah. Like this, 
the conversations were just flowing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. I'm also on the uh, I'm, I'm on the uh, board of Trinity Pride and actually helped produce the last two virtual Trinity Pride fests. Oh, yes. okay. They were l- listen with Trinity Pride. We've had you know we get to be in person again this year, which is fabulous, and we've had two virtual hybrid years, which has been you know a challenge for everybody. But we still, thanks to Roger and with the videos he did. They were just beautiful. We were able to put together something for the community. We aren't able to have it online because of music copyright and all that. But oh, we have access so to them. true. Yeah. yeah, we can share it with whoever. But Roger just took that skill set of his and applied it to our community and was able to really tell our community story through COVID while also like taking us through the tough side of it, but also bringing us to the sunshine of it and bringing us to the hope that was still there. They're beautiful pieces of work Aww, that came I out love of the that. virtual side. See, and I like that y'all just, like, compliment each other. Like, Aww, I love my friend. I know. And I was <laughs> like, I love it that y'all are just like, he does this for me. I help him with this. Like, <laughs> well, whatever. And, it just, like, the back and forth is, like, perfection. Well, and we, I mean, obviously, I'm, this will probably delve deeper into it uh, later on but i mean just we're gonna have to tell them how we met eventually yeah i mean yeah the reason i think the the reason that we are so good friends even though we've only known each other for a little over two years is because it's is the pandemic i mean that is Mm -hmm. that those early months and we'd only known each other a month and a half yeah when the pandemic started and we were like facetiming and really just kind of going through it and processing things. I mean, I had my friends in New York. My support system was in New York. And I had my family, and I had to be a rock for my family. And he was a rock for me. I, I, I Likewise. I would, I would, that no, was, it, that was that was a huge aspect of why we kind of ended up latching on to each other so early was, you know, he had moved to town. He was working in town. It's a small gay space. So I'm like, you know, let me take the new gay out for a couple drinks <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and be like, hey. Yeah. You know, you're walking into a very small space. Let's, yeah. Let's just talk the about it. The biggest small town. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we had gone to drinks like twice. Mm-hmm. And twice. then everything shut down. The thing was we, because of our families, our, both of our families were dealing with health issues. We were both under the same COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. Like we both were locked down and our only people of contact were our families. Yeah. And so through that, we kind of were able to care for each other. And then there was a trust there too mm-hmm. when, you know, you're dealing with the safety of your entire family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd be on the back porch <laughs> on our separate sides of my back porch, <laughs> yeah. even though we like, I know. And I do love your back porch. Yeah. So. Oh, thanks, friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was the pandemic. We went through the family crises together. We went through the COVID waves of emotions together. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, I mean, everything shut down. You were doing events at Help. That was his whole yeah. gig. And then the, uh, there were no events. And so he hit me up and he's like, hey. And we were just, just getting to know each other. And he's like, hey, you know, I got some time. Can I help with Trinity Pride? And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm like, please. I'd love that. Uh, and then he got in the boat. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what you're doing. You <laughs> have a huge skill set. Like, friend, like, you are amazing. You are a professional. Yes. Um, I mean, our passions were aligned. Our goal was aligned. We both knew what we were trying to do. And so it was just really easy to work together. Yeah. And Aww. Yeah. It was, it was really great. It was just coming to a place where 
Yes, it was familiar to me, but like I left at such an early age that the Fort Worth that I came back to is yeah. not the Fort Worth that I remember. I mean, the, oh yeah, a I lot remember, has changed. The, the the Arlington that I left is not mm-hmm. the same Arlington that I came back to, and being able to have someone to help navigate that was really great. And it was very reminiscent of when he said, like, I'm going to take the new gay out for (laughs) drinks. It was very reminiscent of the kind of also care that an interest that I showed when new people would work at the center, would come in to work at the center, new people were hired, um, especially if I knew that whether they were in my department or in a department that was going to work very closely to me. Yeah. Being able, like taking them, it was a thing. Everyone knew, okay, it's their first day. Roger's going to take this person out to margaritas, you know. Um, it's the margaritas. Well, mm-hmm. well, but also just to be able to get to know that person. Yeah. And being like, look, we're going to be coworkers. I really loved that, but it was not a kind of, and I know like he made a little bit of a joke about it, but like, let me, you know, let me tell you, let me give you the guys. But he was just very also just wanting to know who I was, Mm -hmm. you know, not just like, let me give you the gossip of Fort Worth. Yeah. I was like, who, like, who are you? What brought you here? And having known him now for so long and seeing how he deals uh, and talks to other people. Mm -hmm. So that was, uh, I I know how genuine that triggers him. Very spot on. Yeah. I would say. I love it. Well, wait, we have to cheers. Yes. Cheers yes. to having y'all here. It's, it's like cheers, clink, lovely. clink, clink, <laughs> air, clink, clink, yes. Yes. clink, clink. We, we can do sound effects. Okay. We okay. do our own sound effects. <laughs> y'all are probably going to be way better at it than I am because I just have no talent as far oh, as please. like, so, as far as. So is the woman with the podcast. <laughs> but like, as far as like, set, the set, whenever we were talking earlier about like sound effects, mm-hmm. mine are always just something I've like. Never, or I've heard, but I try and impersonate and I just fail. <laughs> so it is what it is. But we Let's are drinking um, some rose gold today. Yes. I don't think I've ever actually had this. Have y'all? Yes, I have. I was like, you have. I You're the, have. yeah, you I, definitely. That is one thing, like, ever since no. you started this podcast, like, I've been like, okay, I'm going to get on here at some point and just talk wine. Yes. Like, no, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like yeah. Horse and Cowtown. And, like, I love because it's like, it's pulling in so much of the community in different ways and how, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. art people are moving, entrepreneurs, all these different people are moving. But then I'm like, but what about the why? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So a little housekeeping stuff real quick. But yeah. then, because I want to talk about, let's talk about that too, is like the Holly. I haven't yeah. been to yet and I really want to go there. So I think we need to discuss, we can definitely talk wine today. Yeah. So a lot of people that <clears throat> obviously follow the podcast have seen on social media, we announced our event finally, as the event is myself, the Funky Panther, and it's probably you. We are hosting an event at the Kempton Harper Hotel on May 12th from 6 to 8, and it's called Podcast and PBR. It launches right before PBR. Make sure, I think, yeah, you need to elaborate on the PBR. Yes. Because so it's- <laughs> in Fort Worth, that, that invokes two very different images. Is it the beer or is it the actual PBR? I will say that so. in New York, it conjures a couple of images as well. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I was like, and this is the thing. is So the event is basically for anyone who is a fan of a podcast, wants to start a podcast, has questions about podcasting, who wants to be interviewed on a podcast. This is a basic like networking event for all of Fort Worth to come to meet people new and old kind of congregate and just get questions answered. And then I know that if we can go ahead and announce it, I know y'all yes. will be starting a podcast. This is our first announcement. And see, that's why I was saying, I was like, this yeah. is the type of stuff that we want to do is 
All of us that have been podcasting for a while want to share resources with our little podcasting community. And so we thought it would be a good idea to get everyone together and just be like, let's go. Like, you want to start a podcast? Here. That's the energy. Like, that's the energy. That's what I like about a large part of Fort Worth. That's how I feel like in small communities. That's, That's the energy you need to lead into. It's so easy to lean into the... Oh, well, they're trying to do the same thing and they're copying off me or they're Mm -hmm. whatever. When it's like, hey, um, first of all, there's a lot of room here. Yeah. There's a lot of room for all of us to be doing something. We're all very different Mm -hmm. and we can only benefit each other. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is like, obviously y'all's platform is going to be much different from say mine or someone else's. Yeah. So, do we have a name? We do, Roger. We we do. Can we share it? Yes. It's a, it's called Queer Context. Ooh. Yeah, with the with the T E X you know, kind of highlighted in there. Um just because we are two queer boys from and living in Texas. Yeah. And um really just kind of talking about issues of the day, but also just a lot of different subjects that kind of come up in the queer community. Yes. And how that really affects us, you know, us mm-hmm. as a whole with the kind of context (laughs) being that you know living in texas Mm -hmm. we're dealing with a lot of different societal challenges and how that can also affect who we are as queer people uh living in this state yeah Um, and also queer kids who are growing up in this state yeah and uh, wanting to you know prepare them for what a hopefully like good queer adult life could be yeah I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Roger has been wanting to do it for a long time. And we've just kind of come together in the right moment to do it. Because there's, like you said, there's things we want to talk about. At first, we were like queer context. And, you know, I was a history teacher. So for me, I'm like, yes, like our whole country, the world is missing context for everything. Everybody loves a Mm one-liner, one whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just dissolves any sort of understanding anybody has. And so I'm like, yes, queer context. Let's educate these people. And then, I mean, we're, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna talk about it. But then he was like, well, you know, we should put text in our title, you know, because we're in Texas. And of course, or not of course, but my initial response was, fuck no. Really? Mine, fuck no. And when we were starting to talk about this months and months ago, what I said was, I don't want it to be local based. I want us to be able to talk about this so someone in Idaho can listen to us and they don't have to. Well, but and- that's the thing that I think y'all are going to see is like Corks and Cowtown is a local Fort Worth podcast. And it's now we have listeners in literally Colorado. Yeah. So that's the thing that you'll realize about podcasting as a platform is that you are going to reach all well, the people right. that are meant to, to talk reach. about yeah. are large things. Exactly. That are yeah. In the queer community everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, also, it should be stated because it was part of how we got to this name is both of us were also why our initial reactions were me. I don't want it to be local based. And he was just like, fuck no, is the fact that like we were also both kind of scared, scared yeah. of the fact of like putting ourselves out there, but putting ourselves out there in a community that knows him really well and is mm-hmm. starting to get to know me. And, and you already said it, you know. Wanting to avoid that that backlash of like, who are they? Why do they feel like, you know, are well, they taking and then our ideas? It's like Texas in general. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I feel like a lot of people, especially in the queer community, this is, it's kind of a, uh, what's the word? A challenging relationship with this place we live in. Yeah. Because 
we love our community. Yeah. But we're in a state where, you know, it's not always safe for us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, off top, I was like, well, no, I don't want, if we're trying to do something bigger than this, we don't, I don't want us to be associated with Texas, like off top, that's like, mm-hmm. whatever. But then the more we talked about it and the more we kind of talked through our fears about it and it's like, well, we're not going to, I mean, it's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Like we're yeah. both t- talking about this experience of, you know, him being raised here, me living here for the last 12 years, and now we're both here. Yeah. And we're trying to serve a community in Texas with the realities of Texas. Well, so this is also why I wanted to have y'all on is like we had discussed, you're going to clearly reach a certain group and demographic with your podcast. I want to also educate people listening to say mine and share with them things that they might not have heard ever if they didn't know about y'all. And that's the thing is like, I think that we can all educate each other across different platforms because there's stuff I don't know still. Mm -hmm. And I need y'all to teach me and tell me like what's okay and what's not. Well, I mean, you've already done half the battle though yeah, because you're already ready to listen. That's very true. You're already asking, Hey, I know this isn't my field. Is this appropriate? Is this right? I want to understand this. You're half the battle is already just being interested in understanding. Yeah. Rather than assuming that you know what's going on. Okay, so we were having this conversation last night, like my friend Haley and I, and because I was obviously trying to prepare. What happened last night? Okay, so. <laughs> look at you, segueing. Yes, look keeping, at it. Keep, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and you I know. were afraid. Do you, you see were that I'm like, chug- I'm like chugging this. this wine too because I'm slightly hungover. Your so, yeah. <laughs> But so, so proud of you. I know. So proud of Look you. Look at y'all. Professionals already. <laughs> and this is, you'll see, it, this is just how it goes. Everything yeah. ends up flowing. You circle back. Last night, my friends and I decided that we wanted to go to Main Street Arts Festival. We obviously got there a little bit later, waiting on people to get off work and stuff, and everyone was hungry. So we went to Me Casina. And um, <laughs> so... Maybe had three Mambo taxis, which typically tap out at two. Yeah. Also, really? I just don't drink the same anymore. So, uh, so for context. Yes. Look at... <laughs> I love the plugs. Plug away. I have heard about, but have not experienced <gasps> a Mambo taxi. You have never what? had a Mambo taxi? Look, Are you kidding me? I would say let's go today, but I can't. <laughs> no. We have to do it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. way too... Okay, so we have to do so, that. So let's... So yes, yeah. Okay, we will be doing that very soon but then. For, but for me and for our listeners out there who may not know what Mikosina is and a Mambo Taxi is, oh, just yeah. give us a... Um, so a Mambo Taxi... <laughs> This is an episode that should have been filmed because the eye rolls are just very classic. And the hand gestures and eye rolls, I just thrive. It's just, by you've missed out on a lot in 20 years, yes. Roger. Also, I feel like you have failed me as a friend for now. Oh, really? Oh, but I'm just saying, like, for, like, the la- like, I'm just saying, like, we know these lessons yes. about Mambo Taxis because we learned well, them the hard way. Well, because I used to think that they like legally said they could only give you two, but uh, I think it's just, you know, just you're a, supposed to only have two. It's a recommendation. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a strong ass margarita with sangria. It's a swirl. It's oh, like it's, a it's swirl. like a swirl, it's a swirl, but it's a Mambo Taxi. But it's taxi. also 
large size and it's just a strong I mean, like 16 ounces no 20. i would i bought it in like, a glass like this oh you did yeah and i just had three of them though that the ones i, I still, always had came in goblets in a goblet a chalice a chalice <laughs> but also like i said this education was the Mikosina in uptown dallas oh and you probably got the fancy Mama well taxis. yeah and yeah. then they also probably saw the table full of gays and were like oh they'll <laughs> mm-hmm. be able to handle it that's that's a valid point it's, no it's it's the it's the gay version of like legally blonde when the, the <laughs> when the um the dress seller goes yes. to uh, Elwood she's like oh look a dumb blonde she's gonna sell last season yeah, yeah she's like no they sold yeah. us the chalice they were like these queens they need something to hold uh-huh. well so we go to Mo- or we go to Mambo Taxi we go to Mikasina and then we every I forgot that they close all the booths at eight like all oh. the actual art booths. And yeah. so we were no, little nosy Nellies and we wanted to go see what was going on in the plaza for the Fort Worth Art Fair. Mm-hmm. And so Clint Black was playing, which, which I will say was really fucking cool. That's really fucking so cool. Like I saw I was it advertised like, and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it kind of, I'm just a little confused. I'm not complaining because I got to see Clint Black and it was yeah. really cool. But at the same time, I'm very confused because it was supposed to be just for all local so I'm confused why they didn't do local musicians as well. Uh, but at the same time, we could go on and on about that. Yeah. But so then we decided to... Um, Have you seen Clean Black before? No. When I was like, I don't know, like eight in Kansas City, my dad knew somebody who worked at the <gasps> Sandstone Amphitheater or whatever. Not uh-huh. San- I think it was called Sandstone. I can't remember what it was called. And I got to be... In front of the front row where the security was for a stop, Black like in the pit. Yes, it was so cool. So the, when when I saw it last night, I was just yeah. like, little eight year old Tyler was Aww. like, oh, and he still has aged. No, very he well. like he him, can still get it. He has yeah. the nicest skin. Like even on the you know like big screen, I yeah. was like, he moisturizes absolutely for sure. and has yes. for a like, while. He looks damn good. So it was kind of weird though because like you could tell some people were like, who the fuck is this? And then the rest of us are all like singing and swaying oh, yeah. and like happy. And, 90s country. Yeah, Listen, like 90- I may not know yeah. a lot of country, but I do know that Clint Black and Lisa Hartman were the uh, Faith Hill and Tim, uh, McGraw. Tim McGraw of their mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Oh. They had their own moment. There was a whole decade where I was receiving country music weekly. Oh, stop. I love it. It was my own personal USA Today in small town <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> I lived in Marshall, Texas. That was a... uh, Mm, Yeah. Well, so the thing is, obviously, like, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, but, you know, downtown's, like, pretty dead. Mm -hmm. Like, and so, obviously, there's people down there for that. Well, because we'd had three Mambo taxis, we were like, we should definitely go get another drink somewhere. And so we went to library. When was the last time you went to the library you bar? Are, Roger, it's no, Okay, wait, we're going to go on a downtown Mi- tour. Is Mikasina across the street from Wicked Butcher? Mm, not really, because the Sinclair... is right on Sundance Square. Okay. No, it's like... Well, I guess it's... Oh, no, it, Taco like, Diner was on Sundance Square. Mm-hmm. Mikasina is a block down. Yeah, it's, so... You, you remember the little uh, uh, topiary cowboy yes. on the horse? Yes. It's right behind that. Yeah. Okay. I think that topiary died it too. Did. Yeah, R.I.P. Died. I think it was killed. R.I.P. <laughs> that too. But so we go to library, and I'm with nothing but couples because I consistently third wheel how, myself. How did you get? How was this the decision? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay, no so, judgment. Yeah, no, judgment. no, no, no. I, I just want to understand. Let me tell you, this <laughs> night does not make sense, and it only gets worse. Okay. Right. And so, I'm sorry. For context, the library. <laughs> 
was a, a it was a hip spot back in the day. <laughs> was it hip? Because all I knew it for was binge drinking and well, people okay, falling so, out of it. Okay, so Sounds maybe like that. Yeah, I was like, that's what it was hip back in the day. I mean, it, it was I just mean, bro, when, bro central. Whenever I first turned 21, we would go there every Thursday and get 250 Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tracks. Like, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's basically what it was. So we're like, first of all, they took away all the booths, which oh. it's sad because now there's like cornhole in the middle of it and then they have a stage and they had a guy singing who tried he tried he tried to sing and then this large group since i'm with all these couples this large group of men in suits comes in and i'm like hmm and what time i wonder a oh, god knows probably like 11 oh and so this large group of men comes in and I'm just like, I'm going to go get our round of drinks next because I need to scope this scenario out because everyone else is over here and love La La Land yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm being ignored and I need attention. Yeah. And so and, basically... Oh, you have a whole crowd now. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> like, I'm just going to go, you know, see the vibe. Uh-huh. Well, everyone has a ring on. And I'm just like, this is so frustrating. So finally I like get Haley and Taylor and we go back up to the bar and there's an older gentleman who decides he wants to buy us all a shot. We're like, okay, Thank here we you. go. Here's our in. So then a couple of the single ones wander over. Okay. And so they're just like, well, we're going to go to the piano bar. Pete's Wait, I'm piano sorry. Bar. I just realized that after three Mambo Taxis, you were out doing shots. One, it was one shot. Just, oh, just. It, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, Let no, me stop I know, interrupting. I know. Take me on the journey. Tyler, I'm not proud. <laughs> I'm not proud of my journey last night. So anyways, I've made better decisions. And so... Obviously, we like take the shot. The group of guys like leaves, and I was like, I feel like they've got to be here for like a wedding or something. Guess what they were there for? A bachelor party? No. A bachelorette party? No. no. An air conditioning conference. <laughs> <laughs> I wish and I could they were make in this suits? up. That's very yes. so. I was like, hmm, HVAC. So H- I mean, listen, HVAC. That's good money. <laughs> yeah, that is I was good just like, okay, in HVAC. I mean, they all were very attractive too. So, but I'm just impressed that they were in suits. Like when I think I HVAC, I think at most like a athleisure. Polo. I feel like they have to be like some of the bigger wigs for like AC. Tell me, how- <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell me how you blow. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally, like they all leave, and I'm just like, why? Well, I- I can't follow a man, you know? I'm just like, I can't follow a man for a shot. And so then we go and sit down, and I'm kind of like, once again, bored and needing attention. I don't, apparently, I needed attention last night. I mean, and so you you said you were feeling yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, can we go to Pete's? And which I also, words that would never come out of my mouth. And I was just like, let's go to Pete's piano bar on Thursday. Uh And so we all roll into Pete's. And I just decide I'm going to go, st- I see the group of guys and I just walk straight in the middle of them. And I was like, I heard we were doing shots. Yeah, and yes, so they were yes. just like, what do you want? And like, before I can even say what I want, I'm handed a shot of fireball. Oh, honey. And I'm just like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> but they're just like, here, they're like, do this and we'll get you whatever you want for the next one. And I was like, okay, so now I'm. Three Mambo Taxis. See, but this is what um, you have in one room. Three bad bitches who go after yeah. what they want. You knew you exactly. were on a mission. I was on a I'm mission. Get what I need. I just needed kids, attention. Kids, let this be a lesson to you. Do not let Follow your dreams. obstacles stand in your way. <laughs> so, follow your an dreams. Follow, follow the shot. Follow the shot. It so, may not be what you wanted. 
but it's closer <laughs> than where you were before. Point. Wow. Wow, I'm inspired. <laughs> this is now an inspirational podcast. So anyways, I take the fireball. So then I, like, the initial guy I was, like, talking to kind of just, like, I don't know, he wasn't giving off good vibes. Well, yeah. this other guy who I thought was married at first, but I didn't look at his ring close enough. He's much cuter. And God, he's just all the sudden, so I never, just all the, the sudden, just all about it. And I'm just like, yes, I could definitely do this. But oh. then, so the couples are just like, hey, we're going to go. And I'm like, oh, okay, hold on. Like, I'll like tell them bye or I'm going to give him my number and I'll peace out with y'all. They're like, no, stay. And I'm like, okay. I was like, whatever. So the guy's like, Wait, I'll make where's sure. The, where's the, the Haley friend? No, she with her husband. Okay, cool. So the guy's like, I'll wait for you to get your Uber. Uh-huh. So we do one more shot. Don't ask me what it was. It was Rumple. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Once Robin. again, I didn't suggest it. Wow. See, this is what this is. This is probably why I haven't been to the library repeats. Well, yeah, in years. No, totally agree. Rumple. So, well, man. I think, well, so I was trying your, to. Was your breath fresh this morning? <laughs> well, the, no, it was not. <laughs> but my whole thought was, is I was like, he wants to make out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a shot of mouthwash because we need to make out. That's that's literally <laughs> where my head went. I was like. He definitely wants to make out. That's why we're both drinking Rumple. And so. <laughs> I'm so, learning so much about the straights. Yeah, yeah. It's awful here. It's so <laughs> Trust me, it gets worse. Okay. So, okay. anyways, so I'm like, I've got to go. Like, I'm starting to fill the shots and everything. So he walks me downstairs and we're like waiting for my Uber outside. And we're like kind of by a wall and he like puts me kind of against the wall and he's like looking at me and we're talking and I was like, it's going to happen. I was like, we're about to have like a little makeout sesh. There's nothing like a little makeout sesh in downtown Fort Worth with a homeless person yelling at you outside. Wow. (laughs) So like right in the moment, you're just like, oh, this is like, it's like a movie. He's like kind of got me, not pinned like aggressively, but but you know, like. It's kind of, you know, attractive, like the little yeah. tiny bit of aggression. And then all of a sudden you just have like a homeless person screaming in the background at you. Yeah. And then you have like the little bird gun that goes off. Get off my and- bench, 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 my bed bench. <laughs> Sorry, that was supposed to be, hold on, that was supposed to be much better. It was much funnier in my head. Yeah. Why I don't it do it. Still- why I don't do impressions. I love it. But I can imagine. Yeah, that, so. Like, that like uber but sexy. But let me let me just yeah, ask. Did it stop you? No, not at all. The Once homeless again, person didn't want to be included; just wanted to come in. I needed attention. Oh, okay, understood. And so, yeah. And she gets what she wants. Oh, so, yeah. I was like, I will say that about myself is when I'm on a mission, it, it's I'm probably getting what I want most yeah. likely. Other times, I'm just like, no. All of a sudden, he's kind of standing there, and obviously, I don't like. We've only been talking for maybe an hour total. And then I got the ick. He just... Oh, God. Okay. There's a variety of things that could trigger it. It could be a so, set, something said. It could no, be something like, done. So, you know, we were, like, making out, and he, like, kind of stands up, and I'm just, like, I, like, look down at my phone real quick to see how far my Uber is, and he just fucking falls. <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry. Like, Fall? Like, I, like, face plant falls. 
all of a sudden it was like all of his drinks hit at once and he just fell. But it was like a slow motion fall too. And then he like couldn't catch himself. And I just was like, done. I was like, well, I don't think you had a choice at that point. (laughs) Did he like like, miss the wall? Yes. Cause there was like a little like nook Uh and he fell straight into the nook. Wow. And so I got the ick and I was just like, you were supposed to be down here as like my protector and you fell. And now you're on the ground. (laughs) And I had to help him up. Oh, Robin's like, and I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. Basically, done. yeah. It didn't Meanwhile, even... you just did like three mambo taxis, three shots, and then a rumple, and you're like, okay, I'm still in charge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still the one in charge. I was yeah. so offended, and I was just like, so it made me think about things that mm-hmm. give you the ick that probably shouldn't, but they do. Because I, my other one I just discovered is I was coming back from Utah mm-hmm. this past weekend, and <laughs> my newest one is. Men who can't grab their luggage off the carousel properly. (laughs) (laughs) Who struggle and fall and whatever. Like, my bag is large and heavy, and I have no issue pulling it up off the carousel. And this guy got so frustrated that his, like, bag had got on top of another bag, and he couldn't pull it off. And it was a carry-on. And so I immediately got the ick, and I was just like, I wrote it in my notes. I saw this meme yesterday that was like the little, you know, Tykes toys where it's like, fit the triangle block through the triangle hole, fit the square block. And then it was like, it cut to like some guy trying to put a a big old duffel into like the carry-on or the the overhead (laughs) bin, and there's no way it's fitting, but he's trying his damnedest, and I'm just like, dude... And they were like, this is why these toys are essential. Our <laughs> no, education honestly, system is failing. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I need to know what gives y'all the ick. Um, Give me an example of a, an ick that like, it shouldn't probably ick you, but it does. Mm, 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 mm. Like men wearing like flip flops with I, the wrong I, pants. That is actually, <laughs> I know you were using that as an example, yeah. but that for me is actually... A big like ooh or a big like turn off. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Um, also because I think it's it's a style that is still stuck in the nineties and that not a trend that should be coming back. No, mm-hmm. I think but, it's still early two thousands too. Yeah, um, like, also but, like, jeans with the flip flops. Like, I, I really hate seeing when people post um, like family pictures or um, engagement photos or something, and they want to come off so casual. That the man that is their wearing, toes are out. yeah, dress pants, <laughs> like like a nice shirt, nice pants, and men's toes. And also, I'm not I'm not into feet actually, so that's okay. Yeah. And but we're it, not yucking yucking anybody's yum. I'm not so y- some yeah. people. We're not yucking. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah, but the idea that like we're going to be casual. And that includes flip flops with I no that actually that's a big ick for me no um, yeah yeah I, I know you were saying that as an example but that is actually something my like other that. one is white accessories right like mm-hmm. men wearing like white sunglasses that, oh, I was about to say white mm-hmm. Oakleys <laughs> a white watch uh huh mm-hmm. no uh-huh. like the a white belt unless my, it's literally for like golf my boyfriend no. knows a white belt that he likes to wear. How, like, I need to see it. <laughs> I think it looks cute on him. Yeah. So okay. He's we'll, cute, let, so. we'll let that slide. Yeah. Okay, Tyler, an ick? Oh, I don't know, dude. What I'm so far removed from the dating scene. <laughs> I should be. I yeah. Should. After last night, I'm but, back removed. But you do like men, so... You're, I do like men. But you're very... So you're but very I, I, yeah, so I... 
I have a lot of icks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of one specific one. I, I mean, for me, it's more like... Uh, Boys with big butts who aren't bottoms? <laughs> no? No? <laughs> okay, let me try again. I mean, keep going. I mean, it's not an ick. I mean, it's just like annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I would say an ick for me. (laughs) That was our thing yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, an ick for me would probably be something like, I don't know. For me, it's just like a guy who just isn't fucking aware. Because men in general, first of all, men in dating men in general, very ghetto. They are stupid. <laughs> they are gross. And yeah. I say that as a man who at mm-hmm. times is very dumb and pretty gross. There's such a lack of attention to detail. Yes. And so when it's like, hey, can you, uh, I don't know, meet me, I don't know, outside so we can make out on the side of the, li- the <laughs> library. And then he gets there and he's like too drunk to even make out. Like I'm like, okay. Yeah. Or like, he had to ask you for directions of how to get there. Exactly. Like, like I'm like, can you just thing? be a little capable? Yeah. Like I need you to move quickly. I'm a quick, yeah. I'm a fast moving person. I need yeah. you to like, I, yeah. You're not very fond of boys who don't recognize nor respect. Maybe it's a, it's the self awareness thing still, but don't recognize and respect the kind of space or boundary that you need to give yourself in a kind of dating relationship. Yes, I like my boundaries. And I also come from a place where it's like, I have a great friend group. I Mm -hmm. I built my support system for myself. I like having a large support system. I'm not about to be somebody's everything. So if you're like wanting to be... um, Are you trying to say guys need to use their context clues? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. A little context. Context. (laughs) No, I I don't know. I'm just now trying to dive back into the world of men, so I'm trying not to have too many eggs. I'm trying well, don't to don't dive face first into the ground. I'm not diving face first into the ground. I'm trying not to do that, but I'm trying to like be hopeful about men again. Yeah. Because for like the last three years, I like just fully took them off the table. I hit Relatable. thirty. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because I hit thirty, and I was like, okay, I've done this pattern. I've dated this. We pattern. talked about this. Yes, yeah, multiple times. You meet the same person oh. in different bodies till yes. you learn the lesson. And it's not even their fault. I mean, yeah. clearly, I went through the same relationship multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so, when I turned thirty, I was like, okay, you know what? I've repeated this pattern a couple times already. I'm not going to play again until I know how to. Change no, it. absolutely. And so, when I turned thirty, like I just took them off the menu, focused on myself. I mean, not luckily, but. It just happened to coincide when the whole world was isolating. And I was like, hell yeah, everyone's on my level now. Mm-hmm. And so now that we're all like coming back out and everything, like I'm trying, I'm trying to get back out there because bitter is not cute on a 34 year old. It's not. Yeah. I'm not trying because I'm like, if I'm 34 and already bitter, like I'm not trying to be bitter. I know it's hard life. though sometimes when you're I just know. like, you're very self aware. And I feel like I am too, which is great. But also at the same time, we have to realize it's not always us. No, no. So there's well, that too. You want to know the biggest, the biggest stick if for real is not being able, and we'll use context again, not being able to understand context of certain spaces. Yeah. Cause I am somebody, I want to be able to, and maybe this has a lot to do with, like you said, self-awareness and trying to be your authentic self in every space you're in, but like being able to go to a dive bar, a biker bar 
and go into that space without offending anybody or yeah. looking down at anybody yeah. or understanding like, hey, we, we came into this establishment to enjoy ourselves, but then also being able to go have drinks at downtown at Grace mm-hmm. and have enough, I don't know, just have awareness of the space you're yeah. in. And that takes, that's going into different spaces, you mm-hmm. know, going into queer spaces, going into straight spaces, going into different cultural spaces, you know? Yeah. Knowing yeah. how to act in a way that is appropriate. Right. Uh, but because all it takes is one comment. No, I agree. Or a little... You know, and it's just like, okay, like one, one I taught for a living as a teacher. And it's like, yes, in all relationships, you're going to teach each other things all the time. But there's certain things I need you to come knowing already Mm -hmm. and understanding. That's very true because you're not someone's like parent. You don't need to like. No, I, 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 uh, through my dating life, I raised men for 10 years. I'm not trying to raise any more men in my relationship. (laughs) I gave them foster homes and then they moved on. I helped them through their trauma. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I am a foster mother. (laughs) Struggle is real, but Let's go ahead and wrap up this episode because I think that in the next episode, we need to dive into that more. And then I also want more? to. Huh? More? More. Part two. Part deuce. Yes. So. Please don't say deuce. Okay. This, was, this was Corks and Cowtown Infinity War. Next episode is Corks and Cowtown. Multiverse. Endgame. Endgame. Oh, yeah. Endgame. Endgame. Yes. No, we, I feel like we need to do a couple of these. So uh, we're not, we can't end game yet. No, no. no. Yeah. We're going into the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Civil it's, War. <laughs> multiverse. It is time. Okay. The Mar- okay. Thank you, Marvel nerd. <laughs> I just, oh, yeah, we talked about, well, okay, we have to get in, yeah. we have to finish this episode. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Because, yes, nice. yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you all for listening. We will be back with Tyler and Roger. And until then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.